Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Ashley, how you doing? I'm a little bit tired. My sleep schedule needs to get back on track. It's one of the problems with adulting, I feel like. Because you have so much flexibility and freedom, you abuse it. So I have not been going to bed <laughs> before 2 a.m., Delora, for like the last two or three nights. And it's, it's catching up with me. So what? I need to get, I know, I need to get it together. I need to get it together. How are you doing, sis? Girl, I take power naps. Like. <laughs> and I have not taken a nap either. That's another thing. I'm running on Jesus juice at this point because I don't know what's keeping me going. You and me both. That's all I say to that. <laughs> But I'm doing well. I'm a little bit under the weather. The audience will notice my voice this week. But on a fun note, in the midst of everything that's been going on, I thought retail therapy would help. And it did. Because guess what (laughs) I just purchased? I just bought my first batch of Ivy Park. I saw a story you did about that. I'm very excited for you. I'm waiting on my, I'm waiting on my gift exclusively from Beyonce. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm not on that list, guys. I'm kidding. Justin Sylvester said that on (laughs) Daily Pop literally the other day. So that cracks me up. But I'm excited because she's in my, she's in my, um, what they call it, my palette. I love a good hot pink, a good red. I love, I love those colors. So super excited. Hints are art and background for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Come through, Fuchsia. Come through. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I'm super excited. Probably won't get until next week, but a lot of stuff going on, Ashley. We, um, I was telling someone the other day, there was, they asked me about the podcast, which I thought was very thoughtful. Shout out Virgil. Um, And I told them, I was like, yeah, we took off Dr. King holiday. And then we took off Amara's birthday, you know, two two major holidays. <laughs> absolutely. She's the princess. Like she's the princess of the podcast. So absolutely. So we're very happy to be back. And Ashley can attest to this. I had a rolling list of hot topics or things that went on in pop culture in the time we were gone. And holy moly, okay. It's been a lot with the biggest being Oscar nomination. So is that with, the biggest? I would argue Rihanna's pregnancy was much bigger than that. But Ashley, Ashley, <laughs> let me go through our list. Okay. So let's start with quick headlines. As you mentioned, Riri's having a baby. I'm looking at people.com. Rihanna is pregnant, singer and fashion icon, expecting first baby with ASAP Rocky. Girl, they debuted this belly bump in the middle of a blizzard. And I lost my sugar honey iced tea. 
Ashley, were you expecting this news? No, and I know it had been speculated and rumored, but no, I was not ready. And then just for the glow, for the fashion, for the Harlem backdrop, like, damn, Rihanna. Vintage uh, Chanel, that was a pink Chanel uh, coat she had on along with the jewelry. Her belly is adorable, might I add, like... Here's the deal. She's been wearing a lot of baggy things lately. And to be fair, she also said that, you know, get out my uterus literally (laughs) several months ago. So I was going to respect that. But when they announced it, I was just still mouth on the floor. I'm so happy for Rihanna. ASAP is there for me, though. I'm not going to lie, just because I feel like... Let me talk about how much I love Rihanna. Rihanna understands the community. She is a businesswoman. She is a music icon. ASAP has not proven himself to be any of those things for me. <laughs> well, damn. I only say that because it, you know, in the beginning of like the Black Lives Matter movement, he was known for doing interviews talking about, oh, I don't care about this stuff. I only care about, you know, what drugs and what, you know, white models he was banging at the time. You know what I mean? So mm. I said what I said, okay? And so I was <laughs> like, yo, do you care about, you know, hopefully him being with Rihanna will result in him caring more about. I'm shaking my head. Y'all can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. Hopefully so. And I mean, listen, we've all witnessed Rihanna's dating track record since she's been in the game. And I can say, at least publicly, ASAP seems to be the one who hasn't shied away from being a good guy for her. I mean, yes, we didn't really get a chance to see her relationship with her billionaire businessman ex. So, you know, that is what it is. But he has publicly gushed about her. They had a longstanding friendship. We've talked many times on the pod about how we love when friendships turn into romance because it's such a great foundation. So, I mean... As much as I was wasn't sure where this was going to go in the beginning, I'm so happy she's happy. I'm so happy yes. after everything she's gone through yes. publicly. Yes, that she's getting this, and she is out here taking maternity fashion to another level. Another level, okay. And this baby's gonna be so gorgeous. Like, oh my goodness, because one thing Asap is not. He is not ugly. Okay. So she asked him, they were doing an interview for her. It had to be her skincare line. <laughs> yes, and she was like, What's yes. your skin type? He said, handsome. <laughs> love it. Love it. So one more question about Rihanna. Do you think this is going to affect her sex appeal? Absolutely not. You had men out here, Saudi, they ain't the baby's daddy. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think Rihanna is freaking Rihanna and she will always be and you know not to get weird but some women some men fetishize pregnant women so she got a whole new audience right now (laughs) (laughs) Ashley if you're not anything you are you are going to be thorough so um (laughs) thank you for that our next quick headline Janet Jackson, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, okay? Ashley, did you watch Janet Jackson's 
or our documentary that was on Lifetime? In one sitting, because I watched it on demand. (gasps) Did you enjoy it? What were your thoughts? So I'm going to leave the Michael part out of it because you guys know how I feel about Michael. I've talked about that Mm -hmm. on the pod. We'll leave that out. That's his sister. I respect it. I was surprised that what I found most informative was about her relationships. I don't think before I watched this that I realized how little I knew about her marriage to Renee, about even her relationship with Jermaine Dupri and why they didn't work out. Like, I didn't know those things. So, you know, not to make it seem like that was, you know, Janet Jackson is an icon, okay? A living legend. So I don't want to make it seem like, oh, that's all I came away with. But I just feel like of everything I learned, there were so many things I knew career-wise, but it was on the personal side that I was like, hmm, I didn't know any of this. And I didn't know how much her and Renee used to work together and all that. So I didn't realize how much creatively he had a say in her whole aesthetic. Overall, I feel like I needed more. Like I was sad when it was over. I was like, I want to stay with Janet for just a little bit longer. (laughs) So Ashley, for me watching the documentary, I realized how much I really love her. Like, I feel like I was so excited to see her finally get her flowers because I feel like after the incident at the Super Bowl, a lot of people wrote her off. Granted, in the Black community, we continue to celebrate her, but she is iconic. She's up there with Madonna. She's up there with, you know, Mariah and Whitney. Like, she's Janet Jackson. She broke some massive records um that needed to be celebrated I will say I was happy to see what I saw but she really didn't give us a lot of tea (laughs) she she skirted over what she wanted to skirt over what I thought was fascinating though was how much she covered the men in her life Mm -hmm. from her father to her brother to even freaking Justin Timberlake time and time again she covered the men in her life and as I mentioned before I realized how much I love her the level of humbleness that she has in grace is just so astounding because I'm like you're freaking Janet Jackson when she said that she was willing to open for a Jackson 5 reunion tour I was like what it's what? family though you know the fact she even got emotional when she saw the mural in Gary Indiana of her brothers you know what yes. I mean you can just tell you can still feel and see the love and I think I was surprised like you about how much she gushed about her father especially because we see how much of a strong hand he had with her literally but to uh, her brother's point Janet is a strong woman. She never let those men stop her from doing what she ultimately needed to do for herself. And that I will have always have such respect for. Yeah, she was able to speak up. And I think it came with her having so many brothers, right? Like she learned to find her voice in that. But she was also the youngest. I also want to point that out. So we all know parents be running out of steam by the time (laughs) 
Let me see that last one. Listen, he may not, daddy may not have been beating on her, but he still wanted to control that mind and that body. I'll say yeah. that, you know. I would, that's very true. Yeah, with telling her what she could and could not do with her career. I mean, all those things. But I also love seeing Reby. I have never what? seen Reby in long yes. form ever. Ever, ever. And Reby knows all the tea. Yeah. She's like, what do you want me to tell you? I want to know what she did, you know. Because I was surprised we didn't see Matoya. It was literally a handful of brothers. I was surprised Reedy, too. Right? Yeah. And the occasional um, Mama Jackson. But you're not going to talk about Michael. But for me, what I did gather, again, how much creativity that Renee actually had in her career at that time, um, that it was his hands in, on that iconic Roller, Rolling Stone magazine. Oh, yeah. Um iconic and she, she looks so bomb oh my god um I was loved I love getting the tea about scream and how mm-hmm. she was giving him the olive branch because his reputation was in the mud she was offering to help him and she still was treated awful on set like that mm. was awful to hear and it sounded like she mentioned how um it went over budget it sounded like that was probably not the plan for her studio either. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like for her record company. And so even just was, the uh, level of competitiveness that yes. was present, that was not yes. intentional on her part whatsoever. Um, the last thing I wanted to say, and I don't know if you caught this when you were watching, but her, it seemed like she had some pain ultimately when she had to split from her father as her manager. It reminded me of Beyonce. You remember Beyonce yeah. broke down crying yeah. when she let Matthew go and you reach that point where you have to get that independence. But that was such a parallel for me from our generation. Not that Janet, Janet slightly preceded us, but you know, she's still an icon for us, but Beyonce yeah. is ours. Beyonce yeah. is ours fully. So yeah. Yeah. So two things and then we'll move on. The first, um, uh, to your point with her breaking away from her father, I wanted to mention her covering men again. We didn't hear not one word of her billionaire husband, mm-hmm. and baby daddy. Now, I didn't expect to see the baby. That was fine. But the fact that we didn't get any information on when they met, how they met, how, you know, when they got married or anything. I mean, mind you, he's, you know, a billionaire and I'm sure she had to write some things or not even write things out like sign um, NDAs, but I'm sure he's very vocal on like, I don't want my name in this narrative. So therefore... I, I, so I was going to say, to me, it spoke to where their relationship probably stands today, right? I think she's probably has still some level of correspondence or at least a cordial relationship with Renee. I think her and Jermaine are still cool, but I was yeah. like, oh, the last ex ain't in this at all. They must not, they must. Mm-mm. Well, you know, shortly after having her baby, she filed for a divorce. So yeah, um, I said I had two more things. I There's a couple more. I love that Randy's her manager, like that. I thought was interesting. So it's still very much a part of the family. And then lastly, um, I can we talk about how Jermaine Dupree d- dropped the ball? He had Janet Jackson wanting to give him babies. Yeah, he was but really he was too busy for work and women wanted to sleep with him. So he said, okay. 
he's really goofy for that. Like, and not to be rude, but to me, it's why Bow Wow is the way Bow Wow is. Like, I, I just feel like, you know. <laughs> I'm just gonna quote a tweet that said Janet had a type but then there was Jermaine (laughs) she wanted to do something different but unfortunately she did not get the outcome she was looking for I mean they were together for like 11 years so sir longer than any of her marriages I don't have anything for you you definitely fumbled completely see how how cordial they are so I I do love that about that Mm mm-hmm all right, Ashley, this t- quick headline is coming from the AP. ABC suspends Whoopi Goldberg over Holocaust race co- remarks. Um, and we're, we're in the second week of her suspension. According to news outlets, the suspension is not paid. Um, there, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Overall, there was um, a missed opportunity and a misspoken uh, remark by Whoopi Goldberg. She wanted to say that the Holocaust wasn't about race, um, but that's because she viewed it from the American lens um, because during, unfortunately, the Holocaust, it was very much about race. And so, Ashley, do you feel like there could have been a better way of handling this misstep with Whoopi? Or do you think the right um, actions were taken? I can't say that I feel like there's necessarily a better way because I think there was a public demand for some level of accountability that was beyond just apology and so for those that were offended I can't I'm not going to dismiss those you know feelings whatsoever um but you know I'm a fan of Whoopi um and I'm looking forward to her return I do not think that this remark um is a reflection of you know, her character in the sense of her being, you know, anti-Semitic or any of those things. So, you know, I think that would be, this would be a tough lesson for Whoopi to learn. Cause I think that she was probably at a point where she was like, you know, I've shown you guys that, you know, obviously this isn't in my character, but I can't say that I feel like there was necessarily another way. Cause I think there was an accountability that people were desiring beyond a public apology. I agree. And she po- she publicly apologized multiple times. But uh, to your point, I think it was worth understanding her heart and character. Like, I really don't think that um, she has not had any history of being anti-Semitic in any kind of way. And so I think it's really easy for, especially someone of her generation, to look at race in that way. Um, but, you know, I two weeks no suspension unpaid I don't know I I'm glad the firing was not on the table but I don't know I don't know but we'll see when she comes back all right this one is very difficult Chesley Chris death leaves many without answers experts explain why it may be complicated to process this is from Yahoo Life a couple of weeks ago now um, 
Chesley. She was a former USA winner and also extra correspondent. She took her own life at 30. And a lot of people are puzzled, including her family. Um, since this news, her mom has mentioned that she was aware of Chesley's high-functioning depression shortly before she took her life. Her dad has since come out and stated that her family was going through um, a hard time privately. Ashley, um, were you aware of who she was, one, and two, what were your thoughts when you heard the news? So I was not familiar with her from her work with Extra, but I did once I started seeing the headlines and the pictures, remember her from the year that the mo- that multiple Black women won beauty titles, right? So I remember that for sure. Yes, yes. Um, and man, you know, I don't know if I've said it on the pod before, but for me, sometimes it's not just the fact that people pass away, it's the manner in which they die. This was heartbreaking heartbreaking way to see her go out and you mentioned her mother's statement her mother's statement who was her best friend and all these things who footsteps she wanted to follow in in terms of beauty pageants and all this I mean it was just it broke my heart Laura it was so sad Ashley I'm glad that you said that because I she had been on my heart for a very long time actually after the news because I started following her shortly after she won along with the other beautiful young women who won that year with Miss America and Miss Teen USA. And I watched her on Extra. It was her and Rachel Lindsay. I was so proud to see them be major reporters on on this pop culture show, you know. Uh, Billy Billy Bush, I tolerated him for their sake. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But to your point, You know, it's important to know how people live, but unfortunately how she died was on my heart so heavy Mm. because it was like, what, what could have been going through her mind before something so tragic, you know? So I just want to go ahead and put this out here. If you or anyone you know and love has dealt with suicidal thoughts, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Please call if you need help. You know, Ashley and I talked about this many times before. Living is such a gift. And the best part about living is that even on your lowest lows, there's still time to get out of those difficult situations Mm -hmm. so rest in peace Chesley yes all right we're gonna do a super speed round of quick highlights here okay so the queen wants Camilla to be considered queen consort the queen made this announcement during the celebration of her 70th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth becoming a monarch and she said that this is her desire Ashley are you surprised by this decision considering all the drama of what we know is Charles Camilla and Diana I'm not sure if I was surprised but I was damn sure disappointed 
because Girl. it's team Diana forever for me. Forever, ever, forever, ever. Yeah. And the fact that Charles is getting thrown this bone before possibly she has the sunset on her reign and he ends up taking over after everything that happened with Harry and Megan. You know, I just don't, I just don't really feel it. I'm not feeling it. There's already that bad blood. You now have this bad blood. Like, nah. It's gross to me as well. Cause it's like, you know, the queen didn't like her for all these years. And now you're making these amendments now. Like, mind you, Charles probably would have made it being king anyway. So I don't know why the queen felt like she had to do this. Especially when, again, to your point, all the things that have gone on with Harry and Meghan, I mean, they just wanted to take a break. (laughs) They were like, nope, we're going to remove your security and your titles and none of your babies are going to be covered. Like, what? But you're going to like your husband's, I'm going to be nice because they're in power now, but. I'm not. Long time mistress. If mistress is a bad word, sis, you shouldn't have played that role. Like that, there's other, there's worse. You were a long time mistress. And she's going to be queen consort. Okay. I mean, more scandalous things have happened in royal history, obvi, but. Again, I almost wonder if Team she's Diana doing forever. This. I'm almost wondering if she's doing this to even change the narrative with everything that's going on with Andrew, you know? So there's no changing what's going on, Andrew. There's no <laughs> <laughs> there is no change in that. Oh Lord. All right. Our next super speed quick headline. The cast for the movie musical The Color Purple has been announced. Fantasia will take on the role of Celie. We have Daniel Brooks, who will be the iconic Sophia. And Taraji P. Henson will be Sugar Avery. So we also have her being Squeak, as well as Halle Berry as a young Nettie. And my boy, Coleman Domingo as Mr. Man, when I tell you I love me some Coleman Domingo, (laughs) but him being Mr., I am not ready for this because he's going to do a great job and I'm going to hate him. And I don't want to hate him, Ashley. Yeah, I love this cast, though. Um, You know, especially seeing some of my fave young singers from her and Halle Bailey getting out here in these uh, film streets um I think this is actually is this going to be hers first film I think it is you know obviously we know yes, Hallie is. is doing um the Little Mermaid so she's about to be an entire Disney princess yes <laughs> but yeah I'm excited I saw Fantasia's video when she got the news I love that Oprah was on Soul of a Nation to actually announce. Like, I yes. love the way they did it in purple. Like, I just love the way that they did this that, whole she setup. amazing. Those glasses were bomb. Love them. If there's one thing I'm, Oprah gonna do, she gonna look good while she out here announcing things. So I'm gonna be shady, Ashley. Um, are you okay that Fantasia got the role over Cynthia Arrivo, who made the role popular in its revival just a few years ago? Yeah. I'm fine with Fantasia getting it. I love Fantasia. No shade to Cynthia. I, like I know shade. No shade. You know, but you know, there's 
Fantasia did this role as well. So what do you want me to do? Yeah, what do you want me to do, sis? Sorry. If there could be two, it could be both of y'all. But here we are. (laughs) No, I'm right there with you, Ashley. Super excited. Congratulations to everyone. And I believe it'll be out next year. Congrats, Black people. Love (laughs) y'all. Love y'all. That is some good Black history news. Okay, Black History Month news. This, not so much. This is our first hot topic of two. This goes under things we should not be dealing with in Black History Month, okay? The drama with Spotify. So if you've been living under a rock, there's a lot of pressure for the popular podcaster Joe Rogan for first his remarks over COVID-19. Famous artists like artists like Neil Young and Joni Mitchell are asking the platform to remove, remove their music because of the misinformation. This very popular podcaster has been releasing concerning COVID-19 and its vaccines. But it was India Irie who got, I know a lot of Black people interested. For sure. (laughs) When she said, you know, I don't like what he has to say. However, y'all need to understand from a Black person's perspective, he's been dropping the N-word left and right for all these years. And she then provided a edited clip of him using the N-word with the E-R throughout the years. Ashley, it's been a mess and honestly disheartening because he since apologized. But his apology meant nothing to me. Um, he basically said that um, I, I used to say it if I was talking about Richard Pryor um, or something, and I would say it in context. Again, the apology was a non-apology. And guess what? Spotify is doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> they go stand right beside him. He was then offered a hundred million dollars to go somewhere up, you know, to go off the streaming service. Um, Was he? Yeah, this is more recent news. And Joe said that he's going nowhere. So Ashley. So outside of his $120 million deal, he already has, they were going to offer him another hundred or they were going to offer him out, out of that deal, a hundred left to go. Does it get that detailed? So I am looking at the Daily Mail, which I feel some ways about because of what they've done to my girl, Megan. But it says Spotify boss Daniel Eek is under increasing pressure to kick. Oh, I'm sorry. uh, To kick the $100 million million star off the streaming service. Okay. Because I was like. offered more money. I apologize. It's okay. Because I was like. Is he just paying out the remainder of his deal or what? Because that was going to be crazy. <laughs> that was going to be nuts if he was putting more on top. So in a Q&A, Rogan said even if he was offered 
um, 100 million to go to a right wing platform, Rumble, um, would he do it? And he said, no, he would stay with Spotify because they hung in with him. Mm. Um, so that that's where the misunderstanding was when I was trying to read it really quickly. So I apologize for that. But yeah, I mean, Ashley, you've listened to his podcast through the years. Have you caught these inward episodes? I mean, he is, he's a bit of a jackass, right? Like, he talks <laughs> Girl, you know, of- I have never caught any of these N-words. <laughs> I know, I know. No. But I'm just curious, what should Spotify do? Should he be canceled? Will this be, you know, water under the bridge literally two months from now? Like, what are your thoughts on this issue? So... Full disclosure, yes, I used to listen to Joe Rogan quite a bit as a podcast. I haven't listened to him, I don't think, since he's moved to Spotify, but there was an era there where I first was getting into podcasting and I heard he was the biggest one. And I'm like, oh, let me see what he's about. I used to like that Joe, I felt like my biggest compliment was always his diversity of content and, and guests. So, you know, that's really the thing that always drew me in was that he had such a variety in terms of his conversations. But girl, no, I never caught any of these in words. If I had, you know, I would have never fooled with that white man. And what should Spotify do? Um, if we're getting suspensions for Whoopi, the least they can do is suspend him for some period of time and possibly have some level of a future agreement with him that prohibits Um, him from doing certain actions, maybe that would be considered harmful. I know he said he's going to start to balance out. And I know that you can only go so far with some levels of censorship and things like that. But there definitely need to be some level of consequences to me uh, to, I think, pacify the situation. Because again, if Whoopi's getting suspended for two weeks for one comment, and he's now had this era of using the N-word unapologetically that just got put into a full breakdown and has said additional comments like the breakdown of higher learning that they did on their last episode Laura that was all I needed the comment about planet of the apes the comment about black people having a different brain brain. yeah like we're only good for our bodies not our brains our intelligence that was all that I needed for me to never go back me as a black woman to his content again had not listened to him in some years anyway and the whole vaccination I said vaccination vaccination situation had already put me off but if you're racist because I do agree with Rachel Lindsay that to me now it's a pattern and that 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 there's racism there sir you miss me with this whole conversation at this point I've I've checked out yeah so at this rate I don't think he'll lose his show but I do believe there should be some level of consequences because going back to the whoopee situation she misspoke and you understood her intentions were not ill fated right by any means because she's always shown herself to be um loving to all people uh, but loving to Jewish people like all people she's she's shown it through her career joe however the fact that you compare black people to apes and you automatically assume that we're not intelligent (laughs) you know what i mean we're only good for our brute strength it was some straight eugenics talk 
that conversation. Yes, yes, yes. And therefore there has to be something, but I don't know. I don't know Phil. we'll see it. I mean, what's the likelihood of a privileged, wealthy man showing, getting any level of consequence, especially against Black people? I know that's rough. <laughs> well, out loud. Delora, we have seen the Chris Harrisons of the world <laughs> and <laughs> the producer hey. from Jeopardy. And I mean, we've seen some Did consequences. He say to black people, though? He no, I mean, I just, I just mean the accountability of these privileged white men, especially in media, getting hailed to consequences when they've misspoken, misstepped. Um, but Joe has the biggest podcast in the world and so having that level of a platform it is much harder yes to take him away without there being an uproar from his millions and millions of fans right so again I don't think it's about necessarily completely having to remove his show versus showing some level of consequence to deter this behavior in the future if it were up to me that's a whole different conversation at this point. But I think Spotify needs to show more action. Yeah, I will say um, I did like India Ree's breakdown. She was like, the platform's backbone is music, specifically Black music. <laughs> and it's like, you pay us pennies, but you pay this podcaster millions of dollars to essentially poop on us that's not okay take me off so that's why we have title (laughs) and I've always been a title subscriber let me say that I have never been a Spotify subscriber okay no I never paid for it I never paid for it but I also don't want to lose sight because we have exclusive deals with Jamil Hill on the platform um, higher learning is a major podcast on the platform so you know it's a it's a sticky situation like because that that was my next question Ashley it's like should we boy, boycott the platform since they're not going to do anything with them because I highly doubt they will it's a drop in the bucket if we did I mean that's honestly kind of how I feel about it now that's not to say that the, when I feel strongly against things whether it's a drop in the bucket or not yeah I'm going to go away from it but to your point there's so much other content on Spotify if Joe Rogan was the only thing you could get from Spotify yeah no problem but I do love higher learning that's probably my favorite podcast and, I love Jamil Hill you know I'm bothered I yeah but, but until Spotify is paying us I mind my business and that's Ooh. not, that's, I don't worry. I'm not going to be worried Ooh. about it. So Spotify, if y'all want to come talk to us, then this, that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. We're on the platform. So they're easy to share on social media. That's the only reason why I do it too. Apple don't allow you to add um, to your social media, which sucks. But anyway, our final hot topic today, Ashley. I know we've been jaded in recent years, but let's talk to ourselves five years from now, okay? (laughs) I mean, five years ago, this is the most wonderful time of the year. Oscar nominations! (laughs) 
You know exactly what I'm saying, Ashley. This is the creme de la creme. It has always been. It's still a a magical thing because I'm not going to lie. When I was in California and I I walked to the Dolby Theater and walked up to those doors. Yes. I felt the sparkle. I did. Not going to lie. Yes. But yeah, I mean, just like all the war shows, they have some things to improve on. But it's still such an honor to be recognized by the highest award within your profession and for actors and actresses and people who work in motion pictures this is it baby this is it all right so we're not going to go through all the categories and all the nominees we're going to talk about what we're excited about so Ashley please tell me which nominations you are excited to see this week I'm pulling up my list as we speak. So I feel like there was nothing I necessarily got super excited about because it fell so in line with the other award shows like Hmm. um, the Golden Globes and such. But I can say I am super excited to see if Will Smith gets this best actor Oscar. Like if he does, especially because of the commentary about his personal life. It's going to be so satisfying for me to see Will Smith have this moment. He's obviously had a stellar career, right? But I feel like of any any time, he deserves this public dub. You know what I'm saying? Specifically for his career and not solely based off him being, quote unquote, a celebrity. Yes. And while I don't think Ingenue Ellis is going to get it, wouldn't it be an amazing surprise if she got best supporting actress so she's under my absolutely excited situation like when I saw her name because she was she was snubbed at the SAG awards I believe um so she wasn't always on the list so so to see the academy pick her up I was ecstatic Ashley I know you'll probably never watch it but the work that she did She's been working her ass off for years, okay? But the work that she's done recently has been mind-blowing. First as um, the mama in the Lifetime uh, biopic of the Clark sisters, she did her thing in that role. And then Lovecraft Country, masterful. It was, it I was, told you I am going to watch Lovecraft Country, even if it's me coming and watching it at your house with you. That's, <laughs> that's how I had to start True Blood. At first, I was so yeah. against watching True Blood, but I watched it with somebody and I was yeah. like, I can do this now. Like, I can yes. watch this now. So if I come watch it at your house, I think I can get through it. But what I'm trying to say is it is so well earned. And I, I believe in her. I, you know, I'm rooting for her. Um, but go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Two that I am excited about that I wasn't necessarily expecting was best makeup and hairstyling coming to America getting a nod for that. Yeah. Like, yo, I didn't see that yes. coming. Okay, okay, okay. And then the fact that Summer of Soul, one of my previous yeah. hidden gems, was nominated for the best documentary feature. Come on now. Come on now. Love it. So for me. Uh, Will Smith and Anjanu, super, super excited about that. Super excited for Lin-Manuel getting nominated for um, his song from Encanto. It is not 
we don't talk about Bruno. I know. I was shocked. Well, fun fact. um, Apparently, there's a rule in the Academy that you can't submit more than one song. So he chose the heartbreaking song. I think it's called uh, Two Butterflies in Spanish. I don't know how to pronounce it properly in Spanish, but that song has me weeping every time I hear it. <laughs> because it, it during that time of the movie, it shows the love story of Abuela and, and, the, and their grandfather. Speaking of that, there's a great podcast episode on a podcast called behind the screen from back november 26th on Encanto that he gave more context about the songs and about everything you guys should yeah. check that out if you hadn't listened to it. i love that podcast it's a new one for me but i'm okay. digging it behind the screen it's a hollywood reporter podcast yes and of course beyonce getting nominated for best original mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. for her original song from king richard be alive so super excited about that and i have to say um you know, I did not watch the highly nominated film. Uh, what is it called? It's called uh, The Power of the Dog. I feel like I need to watch it now. It's on Netflix. Um, but but yeah, I think I think it'll be great. So Ashley, let's talk about snubs. Were there any notable snubs? Uh, yeah, Jennifer Hudson for respect. Point blank, period. Woo! Woo! I heard Justin Sylvester say, oh, you know, they don't really like nominating singers for uh, playing singers. Miss me with that. That was acting that she had to pull out for that. Okay. She, um, I didn't see it. I know you said you saw it. Was she good? Mm -hmm. Yes. She was excellent. And Aretha lived a layered life. So yes, I, I loved it. And I thought she did an exceptional job. And I, I told you via text, I just watched Spencer. And so yes. if I had to say, and this is no shade to Kristen Stewart, <laughs> I'm, yes. putting J, I'm putting J-Hood over Kristen. I get it. For me, it's Lady Gaga. I'm not saying she deserved a nomination, but based off of the hype from the House of Gucci, I expected to see her and there wasn't any acting nominations for don't look up so I was really surprised by that yeah all right and lastly let's talk about predictions best picture who do you predict will win power of the dog yeah I believe so too uh you and I both believe Will Smith is going to get leading man supporting actor do you have a say if not we can move on from there it's probably going to be the actor from the power of the dog again power of the dog i haven't seen it either but they just they're so highly beloved yes. during the yes. award season so i'm gonna give it to them or i mean it could be um the, the actor from belfast i think either yes. of those leading actress nicole kidman you think so hands down so gonna I'm going to give it to Olivia Coleman. Hmm. So you think she's going to pick up her second Best Actress Oscar? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think Nicole's going to get it. I don't. And not to say that she's not the front runner. I just don't. This is just my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And lastly, oh, two more categories. 
supporting actress. Hmm. Again, would love it if it was Ingenue, but I'm probably going to give it to Ariana for West Side Story. She's going to twirl her way to an Oscar. I agree. And then my final category, animated feature film. Encanto. Hands down. Hands (laughs) down. But speaking of not being allowed to have, you know, more than one song or original song, Disney got freaking three movies up in here. I'm sorry, two. Yeah, Yeah, three. No, because- Luca and Raya and the Last Dragon. Like, wow. I was say, was Luca Disney? But yeah, I think yes. it was. Yep, it is. It, we watched it on Disney Plus. Yeah. For some reason, when I saw it on something else, I thought it was a different um, animation house. But yeah, I, um, I mean, I can't argue with those though. Like I saw Luca, I enjoyed it. You know, I loved Raya and the Last Dragon and Encanto yeah. is magnificent. Yeah. All right, Ashley, we did it. (laughs) That's all I have for quick headlines and hot topics. What are we recapping next week? Girl, as we continue our Black History Month recaps, we are doing the woman-powered Harlem from Amazon Prime. Guys, if you have not checked this series out, it is so good. So worth yes. watching 10 half hour episodes. Our girl Megan Good is in it. Got some introductions to a couple new actors I really enjoyed. Whoopies in it to tie back into our headlines and hot topics. So enjoy so we can talk about it next week. We'll see you then. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>